Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the Series 3, Your Parents' Money Mindset Series Recap. We really covered uh, a lot so far this season. Uh, We talked about bridging that initial financial conversation gap, better understanding your parents' existing mindset, uh, how titling and account types will affect what you receive, to really the major medical expenses and exposures. That's a lot. (laughs) It's valuable, actionable information, but as I always say, at the same time, we don't want to be overwhelmed by it, right? If we take positive action on one of these seven relevant episode topics, you and your parents this time around are better than you were before. And you should really be proud of that. You're improving not only your life, but your parents' life too. The people that have really looked out for you since you were born. We also want to make sure we're remembering the goal. Remove anxiety and financial worry so we can focus our energy on what matters most. Enjoying more living with family and our friends, of course. Whether it's our own financial anxiety or that anxiety derived from our parents' well-being, the same end result is reached. So the kind of worry that goes away when you know your parents aren't going to run out of money, knowing your parents are covered medically and not going to come live with you kind of worry you might have, know where you're going to have to go to or talk to when your parents pass away kind of worry, know how to handle some of what you may receive when it happens worry. So be proud of all these steps as you take them. You're making life more enjoyable than for you and as that natural consequence based on this series for your loved ones as well. Lastly, stay tuned to the end as we're going to be announcing our focus for the next series to come, which is always very exciting. So without further ado, get together with your spouse and let's review. Number one, how to talk with parents about money. So the main point from this initial episode here is to acknowledge that money is hard to talk about, but there are very significant reasons why you should think about having those conversations with parents. The first is to head off any bad track earlier than later. No surprise, I have to come live with you. And secondly, is the reverse of that, where if they're in a good position to get them thinking about making the most out of their money that they've worked so hard to earn over their lifetimes. Either way, know that they are almost certainly coming from a very different money mindset. So remember, very likely no public Venmo purchases with emojis. Lastly, start bridging that gap by asking very basic financial preference questions. So how many banks do you use? Uh, Do you like credit cards or cash? When did you start talking to somebody about investments? Things like that. So those that are kind of expressing maybe concern without being invasive. Again, the goal is to start a conversation, not tell them why they're wrong. Number two, your parents trust their advisor. The main point here from this episode is if you are able to form that conversation around money with parents, don't underestimate the trust they likely have in whoever they're already working with. Your parents are older. They've likely been working with them for a very long time. Secondly, while you may be used to asking why-based questions, your parents may not be. They didn't grow up with the internet to fact-check or self-research everything. If the professional said it was this way, then many times you just kind of went with it. You didn't have any other options. You couldn't go research it on your own very easily. 
Lastly, if you are able to ask some more thought-provoking questions, so for example, what life expectancy assumption did your advisor make? How does your annuity actually work and who does it go to if something were to happen to you? What assets transfer directly as opposed through the will? And again, this is the one that most people just always kind of assume it's all going to pass through the will, but a lot of assets, especially annuity, retirement assets, do not. Be respectful again. The goal is to have them think and evaluate and ask your opinion as needed. The quickest way to get shut out is to preach to them. (laughs) Episode 3, What About Mom? Surviving Spouse Equals CFO. This deals with the fact that one of your parents is going to outlive the other one. And the one that is going to be the longest living may not be the one who currently handles the finances. If that is the case, you are going to have to provide significant assistance. Having both parents fluent to some degree in what is going on financially ahead of time really is the smartest approach. I shared how with my own grandparents, my grandfather passed first, but because his illnesses kind of stacked up a little bit as time went on, he had the opportunity to teach my grandma enough about the finances so that now today she's able to manage. If you find yourself needing to assist, start with organizing with what they have. Generally, the best place in starting is with the bank accounts. Lastly, help in adding extra awareness in certain areas for that surviving spouse, such as you know Social Security, where they're only going to maintain the higher of the two, life insurance, where maybe you know they don't know where the documents are, they already paid it off, so you don't want to miss that, obviously. Annuities, which have so many moving parts many times, IRAs, which should in all likelihood not be immediately liquidated to help ensure no unfixable mistakes are made when it comes to taxation. And then the last part of that, uh, which we also mentioned, was talking about making sure to have that appropriate power of attorney, POA, in order, because now with one spouse, if something were to happen to them, you need somebody that can speak on their behalf if you need to, you, your sibling, somebody. Episode number four, inheriting assets, opportunities, and headaches. (laughs) Here we touched on how there can be a lot of headaches that come up, whether through incorrect beneficiaries being listed, uh, incompetent executors, or just scattered and disorganized paperwork. These can significantly delay the settling of the state, cause issues in taxation, or really worse of all, it could mean that money goes to people they didn't want it to go to. The best course of action by far is to be proactively asking some questions again to your parents ahead of time. These are not, you know, how much do you have, mom and dad, how much you guys worth kind of questions, just questions to make sure that they have their ducks in a row. Does everything go through your will? Do you have retirement accounts? They probably don't go through your will. Are you sure who the beneficiaries are? Uh, Do you know where any important information is? Should I know where any important information is now or at least who to go to in order to find it if I needed it? So questions kind of like that. Next episode, step up, the gain is gone. Here we covered the current rules again as of the spring of 2021 where non-retirement account gains are essentially wiped away for the individual inheriting, again, the non-retirement assets. The second thing to make your parents aware of, though, is some of those general questions we touched on because, quite frankly, we find very few people have these things kind of explained to them. So again, the the broad workings of this step-up rule, you have a stock, I bought it, it's worth $50 a share, it goes up to $120 a share, I pass away, 
the person that is inheriting that account, all that gain is wiped away here. Number six, inherited IRAs, more limited options. So while the last episode step up, the gain is gone, could possibly be changing with the current administration over here. Inherited IRAs already were changed back in 2019 with the SECURE Act. So this episode, we focused on how these inherited IRAs now have new unique rules where instead of being able to have a lifetime distribution window, it's been shrunk all the way down to 10 years. All the money in an inherited IRA has to be distributed within 10 years. However, your parents do still have some powerful options at least and potentially minimizing that tax, and they can do that through what's called a Roth conversion. So ask your parents, did you hear about how they significantly changed the rules for people inheriting IRAs? Do you know if your plan is set up to properly try and help minimize or reduce these total taxes paid long-term? So that Roth conversion could be powerful because you can take those assets and you can move them into a place that could be growing tax-free instead of leaving them currently where they may be and a place that they're going to continue to accumulate tax-deferred, meaning that it's going to be a large growing tax burden that you may likely have to be you know, paying at the top of your working career. And finally, number seven, retiree health care for parents, a lot isn't covered. This was a really, really important one. The takeaways here are to realize your parents may not be fully aware of what coverage they have medically in retirement and could possibly be assuming they are more fully covered than they actually are. So talk to them about what they may have. Cite that there are certain things that are only partially covered by Medicare and others that are flat out not covered at all, like essentially all long-term care expenses. Remember, there is that guaranteed issue or acceptance period right after losing existing medical coverage for obtaining that Medigap supplement. So again, Medicare only covers roughly the first 80%. That extra 20% you do need to fill either with a Medigap supplement or with a Medicare Advantage plan. And even a rough plan of what would happen in a long-term care situation is highly, highly recommended. What are you guys going to do? Do you're going to use your home equity? Do you have an account that you're not touching? Did you just be happy enough to be lucky to have purchased a long-term care insurance uh, policy back in the day before the prices went up so much? What is our plan if God forbid something happens? And so there you go. The first series I have ever heard about trying to help you speak with your parents about money is complete. So take some time to review these important areas. And remember, again, if you can make one positive change, just one, then you are one step farther along and having life be more enjoyable for you and this time your parents as well. If you can absorb and implement all of the items, that's fantastic. That's great. You have an ability to now really take big leaps ahead for where more, you know, where most people unfortunately tend to be. So I'm happy to be able to provide this to you. If it is overwhelming, if you have questions, just want someone to help you get all this stuff in order so you know exactly where you are and what path you're going on, head over to our website at www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com and click Ask Joe to connect. I'd always be happy to help. Overall, as always, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, like I always say, please make sure to click, follow, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. Now, to finish off today, I still need to share our next series as promised. 
which is entitled The Main Money Misnomers. Have you ever wondered as an advisor, what are the main misunderstandings when it comes to money that I get most regularly? I'm going to share some of those most prevalent misnomers I come across, especially when it comes to young families. We are going to cover tax refunds, goal setting, crypto, what's actually worse than death, and even Hershey bars. So it's a really wonderfully unique, colorful lot of topics that you may have thought about before and with a little information can likely worry about less in the future. As always, trying to help in achieving that goal that we always have here of making life more enjoyable. So thanks for joining me today and I can't wait to connect with you again soon in the series to come. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.